So I just posted one, uh, used their hashtag, tagged up all the vendors in both the content and on the image, and um, and then tagged my clients. And you best believe my clients shared that to their stories. They um, they then and then I sent them their sneak peeks the first thing the next day and. Um, majority of the um, vendors have already shared um, pictures from that. And um, I literally, while we're sitting here, I got an inquiry from someone who was at a wedding that I shot earlier this year. So, you know, those, that's, that's how that works. It's, we're playing a long game here. Welcome to the Light and Dark Podcast, where you can grow your community, build your business, and have fun doing it. I'm Rachel Driscoll. And I am John Mansfield. We are two wedding photographers forging our way in these sometimes lonely places of the entrepreneurial world, looking for a way to create community and a feeling of belonging. Deciding to join forces, we began our journey to teach a workshop that was inclusive of our very different yet equally creative styles, leading to the undertaking of the Light and Dark Workshop. Wanting to help more creatives than we could face-to-face, we decided to take our collective experience and start a podcast. And here we are today. If you're a creative entrepreneur looking for community and education, you've come to the right place. So grab a cup of coffee. Or a Red Bull. And buckle up for today's episode. Hey guys, in today's episode, we've got a part of our workshop that we held back in June on social media marketing. And we wanted to share this with you because we know exactly how powerful these strategies can be. We go over uh, how to get more engagement on your posts, building relationships with potential clients and vendors, uh, gaining leads, and a few other strategies uh, to use on social media. Now, this is is uh, just part of one of the workshops that we have coming up in September. We're going to be hosting six individual workshops between September 14th and September 24th. They're online, so you can choose which ones you want to attend or buy the full package and attend all six workshops. All that info is at lightdarkco.com slash workshop um, or in our Facebook page. We'll be posting about it. We're excited to hear your stories about how your business is growing and how you're showing up on social media. So let's do this. Let's get into today's episode. Well, cool. Well, let's get into social media. Um, so we'll probably say Instagram, uh, anytime that we're talking about stuff. Um, but a lot of this, like I said, can be used for uh, Facebook and um, and maybe a couple other uh, social media platforms. But we're mainly focusing on Instagram and how to build that. Um, but I think before we get into uh, like everything that we're going to talk about about like building engagement and building uh, like growing your following, building your business on there, um, I think. Like I kind of like what you were saying, Rachel, where you took her TikTok course and it probably would have worked for you had you followed through with the steps. Yes. Um, like it's the same thing with any sort of education. Uh, if, yeah. if you don't like put it into action, 
then it's it's not really going to work. Um, and there were plenty of things that I took little like uh, five steps to you know hit your first thousand followers on Instagram, and then I would do two of them, and I'm like, well, it's not working, so whatever. This was a waste of fifteen dollars, and uh, you know I I wouldn't follow through. Um, and then a couple of things that I'm going to talk about is stuff that I learned about about two years ago and it has uh, really improved uh, my Instagram. I've got uh, double the followers that I had two years ago and a ton more engagement. Um, I would get like six likes on a pic picture and uh, no comments ever. And my Insta story was super boring and no one, no one ever talked to me. Um, but it's very different now. It's really fun. I like talking to people on there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like the first thing about social media is it is a social platform. Mm -hmm. um, so you have to be social. If, uh, if you're trying to uh, grow a following on Instagram and you post, uh, even if you post a photo a day on there and like you look up your insights and you're like, okay, people are on at like 6 p.m every day. Cool. I'll post it just before 6 PM. And then everyone's just going to like all my photos and you can just like post and go. Um, and that, that doesn't work because there's no engagement and you're not like engaging with your followers. Um, so in order to get engagement, you have to engage with people. Um, and that's mostly what we're going to be talking about tonight is different ways of engaging, uh, how to build relationships on there, all, all of that kind of stuff. Um, which one way is to like and comment on other mm -hmm. people's stuff. Um, and anytime that someone comments on one of your photos, reply. Um, even if, even if it's just like an emoji or like, you know, a hard eyes, something, um, and just reply yeah, back to them. Reply. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, because if, uh, if you don't reply, it's showing Instagram that you don't, you're not social and you don't really care and you're just on there to post pretty photos and that's it. And you don't really care about your followers. You don't, you don't care to be social on the network and you don't, uh, don't care to engage with them. Uh, when you got to so, think about like Instagram's goal is to keep you on its platform for as long as possible. So if it yeah. sees that you're putting in an effort, it's going to reward that. So, mm -hmm. um, the algorithm is built to, to see that, to like recognize when you're being social, when you're not, and you will see a huge difference in your numbers when you're being social and when you're not. So yeah, keep yeah. that in mind. Yeah. Cause it is a free platform and the way that they make their money is by having you stay on the platform the longest. And like, that's why I don't know. I feel like there's a couple different thresholds in, on Instagram where um, like after for sure, after you've hit 10,000 followers, then you just keep getting followers like every day because yeah. you're, you've got the little, uh, little K after your, your following and uh, Instagram knows that a lot of people. You still have to be social on there even at that. Oh yeah. 
but probably not to the extent that you would need to be to get to that 10K level because I do have friends who have gotten to that 10K level and they're like, it's like a job to get to 10K Uh because you have to go on and you need to, like one of my friends told me that she would spend like three hours a day like five days a week getting to 10,000 followers, but that it like over the course of like two months, she did that. Um, I mean, she had already had a little bit of a following, but to get to that. And she was like, once I hit that 10 K mark, like I was not willing to spend that much time as most of us don't have that much time to spend on, on any kind of social media platform. But, but I mean, I'm not saying right now, like go spend three hours a day so you can get to 10K followers in two months. I think that's unrealistic. But, um, but you know, one of the things that I try to do is etch out time of like 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes in the afternoon and 15 minutes in the evening of like really engaging, going to my followers, talking to them, replying back at like, I try to reply back to um, comments because it's so easy to reply back unless it's something like, you know, in depth. I try to reply back to Mm. comments within like an hour. Um, But, you know, those kinds of things, Instagram really likes to see that. And that's putting in an effort and being social. Yeah. Ayla says, I follow Carla Mason Boudoir and she mentioned spending almost eight hours a day on Insta. That's her full-time job. She says, so that's where she spends her time. I thought that was crazy. Like she posted her screen times that iPhones keep up with. That's insane to me because my yeah, job that, is not so just much. social media. Like I have to edit. I have to, I, I mean, I have, I have other marketing things that I have to do. I have to email, like respond to emails. I have to create timelines and create shot lists. I, you know, there's so many different things that we have to do as business owners. I cannot imagine spending eight hours a day on Instagram. That's crazy yeah. to me. And I, I, I would not recommend doing that no, uh, just that. for your personal health uh, and mental health. And uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and but, really like at I the mean, end of the day, her, like, we shouldn't. Be, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, she, she might be bringing in, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars from Instagram. From and Instagram. Like, okay. Totally. Yeah. If I, if I keep this up, then that's cool. Um, yeah. I wouldn't go, I would never go to eight hours a day, but, um, uh, but I mean, I have a, a very different life than Carla. Um, I would imagine. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I have kids. (laughs) Can't can't spend a a ton of time on, you know, or a spouse or like a life and friends, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, and I, I think too, at the end of the day, we need to remember that, um, social media is a means of marketing. It's not our end all be all, and it shouldn't be our, um, like the way that we find value in ourselves as business owners or as photographers or whatever, that it's, it's um, a means to an end and it's great and it's fun and we should consider it fun. Um, But to not like, I I just feel like taking it that seriously. is just like, I don't recommend that. That's just my personal feeling on it. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, yeah, like you said, uh, like uh, all I do is I plan, um, you know, usually like, after breakfast or something, uh, yeah. the kids are usually playing and my wife's getting ready, red, getting ready. She's getting ready for work. <laughs> and, uh, these Moscow mules are uh, starting to hit me. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, we're only 20 minutes in. Um, but, uh, it's hard tonight. <laughs> 
Yeah, I am gonna finish off this guy. No, there's, there's not. Oh, a lot you still left. have that bottle? Is that the same I bottle? Still, well, yeah, because I had uh, loaned it to my sister-in-law uh, when oh, she was right. having a rough week, and it and, came and, back and, with stuff in it. Oh yeah, she she had like two shots over the course of. Oh, okay. And, yeah. But uh, but then I f- forgot about it, and I just kept forgetting to get it back and it was gone for like a month and i was like hey so about that buffalo trace uh, <laughs> I, uh is I that the that? bottle from Masinov that like at the open house cool yeah <laughs> yep yep same one mine was uh, gone a long time before <laughs> yeah i like to mix up uh drinking gin here and vodka yeah. here and i i, totally. I don't discriminate uh, but anyway back from cocktail corner um <laughs> I forgot what I was talking about now. Oh, scheduling time. So yeah, usually like after breakfast, I will schedule um, like this is time to engage. And if I have any new followers, I will uh, send them a message, uh, which we'll get into that in a little bit. But like I try to engage with all of my new followers. I hate it whenever Mm -hmm. they have private accounts because I can't like DM them. I know, me too. Uh, But some of them just like... I'll request to follow you. I don't care. Um, especially if they have, uh, you know, a ring, uh, profile picture, <laughs> I'm like, oh, you are engaged. I will follow you back. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I spend 15, 20 minutes engaging with people and, um, and I will go through and like, I will dive, um, into, yeah, you do deep dive. I do deep dives. Yeah. I will go into my followers and I will just like scroll, scroll through anyone who has posted to their stories. And I see the little like red circle around their profile. I will click on them and I will like, like their most recent photo. If it's something that's not just like, I mean, right now, a lot of the, a lot of my followers are just like posting bikini photos because it's summer and they're at the lake or whatever. I'm like, ah, I don't feel comfortable commenting on this as a, as a man like and a photographer. A I'm just gonna, yeah. I'll, I'll just move on. But, uh, but yeah, if it's a photo that I'm like, Oh, that's a cute dog. I'll be like, Oh, Hey, this is a cute dog. Um, and uh, yeah, Amanda, I, I sent you a voice message the other day because you started following me on Instagram. And um, yeah, which we're going to get into that. And that is uh, a huge thing. Uh, I learned that uh, a while back from uh, Ben Hartley. And it has been a game changer uh, for increasing engagement with my posts. Um, but yeah, I'll spend time like going into my followers, liking their photos, commenting on their photos, going through their stories and just like, Oh, hard eyes emoji, whatever reaction to this. And, uh, and sometimes that's all it takes to just like start a conversation. Um, if, if any of them ever have polls where they're asking this or that, or asking a question with a little question box thing, I will a hundred percent answer something even if it's just like you know uh what what shoes should i wear to go out you know we haven't left the house in four months and we're gonna go out on a date tonight what shoes should i wear i'm like you should wear the black ones i don't know and it's just (laughs) like i i don't really care what i'm saying i just want to start that conversation because if you can get in the dms then -hmm. you can build that relationship and it's more than just like liking photos Anyway, that was a, a lot <laughs> uh, for just saying um, schedule some time. 
I usually do 15, 20 minutes in the morning after breakfast and then like 15, 20 minutes in the evening. Um, I usually work after we have dinner and put the kids down and I will work uh, like editing photos and all that for an hour or two. Um, and then after I'm finishing that, I'll spend another 15, 20 minutes on Instagram doing the same thing. Um, so I try and do that every day. So I get into a habit of it. And, uh, so that people get into, a like they see me regularly liking their photos, um, because we get a little dopamine hit every time that someone likes our photos. And we're like, Ooh, Hey, all right, That's cool. True. Yeah. Someone likes, thing. someone likes me, someone like this. And you know, I put this out into the world and I put it on Instagram. I mean, I don't even know. There was a study done a couple of years ago of how many times uh, people take selfies before they'll post one. And so anytime that I see a selfie, like it, it was somewhere between like 13 and 30. Oh, uh, I believe that because that's my, that's probably how many times I do it. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, I don't feel like I'm like super vain or anything at, or like change much from one selfie to the next. Sometimes um, you make but, weird faces. You don't know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I've got this one this one crazy hair that like so just like flip down and it's it's so much longer than the other hairs i think all the b vitamins that i'm taking are just going to that single hair because it's like it's down into my eyes and uh, or one eye at a time cut it I, I should, but it's a gray hair and you know if i had cut it then two will come back no that's, that's... if you pluck it Okay. I don't, I don't know how I don't know how hair works. I'm not a I was gonna say seamstress, but I'm also not that. I don't know what's going on. Um, yeah. but yeah, uh so engaging with other people. Um and we mentioned commenting. Anytime that you comment, mm, yeah. comment Important. with at least four words. Um mm-hmm. the the new updates do to not the algorithm an emoji. Yeah, you can include an emoji, but the just, emoji does not count as a word. Right. So don't just be like, love this, hard eyes, hard eyes, because that is one not super generic. Out. And yeah, it's not helping them out. It's not creating any conversation. Mm-hmm. And it's not uh, helping the algorithm because the algorithm is is not uh, – it, it, it sees uh, four words or more as a uh, real substantial person. real yeah. yeah like a real person because there's a ton of bots out there every mm-hmm. now and then i'll get the comments of like yeah go girl this is amazing i'm like yeah. no uh no you don't know who i am uh, obviously uh, i did get, i did get a comment from jenna kutcher once and she was like yeah girl and i was like yeah you're just i mean 96 percent of your audience is women so i understand this you're not a bot um but there are bots out there. So you don't want to look like a bot by just being yeah. like, Ooh, love this or amazing or you're stunning. Um, but you know, try to take, uh, I, I try to like look at the photo and pick one thing. And I'm like, I will talk about, uh, the flowers in this photo, or I will talk about, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if uh, I don't read all the captions cause I don't have that much time, but if in the first little bit of the caption, they mention something about, uh, I mean, anytime that it's coffee related, I'm like, I will read this whole thing and I will tell you exactly whatever you're asking. Um, and that has built some really cool, um, 
really good uh, relationships with different people on Instagram. Um, but yeah, so more than four words or at least four words. Um, mm-hmm. Emojis are great to use, uh, but they do not count as words. Um, and you want to be commenting like replying to anyone's comments on your photos. Uh, now we, we already mentioned that, but like as you're replying, um, even ask another question, like mm, keep the yeah. dialogue going, go back and forth. Cause sometimes I'll see like uh, someone's photo. And I'm like, you have 41 comments on your photo. What is all this? And it's like just a thread of completely unrelated yeah. stuff going back and forth and like, Oh, okay, cool. But uh, for me, I see that I'm like, Oh, something is happening on this photo. I need to like this. I need to get in this conversation. Yeah. Um, and Instagram is seeing the same thing. They're like, Oh, they're like talking back and forth on this. We need to show this to more people because more people yep. need to get in this conversation. Um, but, um, yeah, Rachel, I'll let you, I feel like I would, I've just been talking. <laughs> You're and talking I'm just like, yes, preach. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm very passionate about Instagram. <laughs> well, you're good at it. Yeah. No, I mean, and the other thing <laughs> you want, <laughs> I, I, I like to think so. Thank you. <laughs> I like it. Uh, yeah. Well, and so the other thing I would say too is in your DMS, you need to respond to every DM that you receive. And again, try mm. to foster a conversation rather than just a one way, like, Oh, thanks. Or, you know, something mm. really simple like that. Or just to, double tapping on their reply. And it's just right. Like, yeah. Right, yeah. Cool. Double tap. That, and that then reply the as well. Yes, yes. exactly. Mm. Yeah. And, um, so something that John and I both do is when, um, we have new followers, like kind of what we mentioned earlier is that we slide into their DMS and John leaves Mm -hmm. a a voice message. I actually have a, um, I have on my notes, a pre-written like message that I send to, um, new followers if they allow messages. Like John said, really hate it when they're private and they don't love messages. Um, but it's just like a little tidbit about me. Um, like I talk about, you know, if, if it's a photographer, I talk about like the, the BCS talk, um, the happy hour, the podcast, you know, light, dark coat, you know, all those kinds of things like sprinkle all those in. Um, and then, um, tell them something about myself and then ask them a question about themselves, ask them a couple of questions and say, I really want to get to know you. So I would love to hear from you. And usually that starts a little bit of a conversation. I get to know them a little bit better. And then, um, so that's something I definitely recommend is, um, showing your followers that you care and that you're, you actually are taking the time to, slide into their DMs because, um, I know when I follow a lot of people who like say have a lot of followings or followers, it's not like I have thousands, I don't have like a billion followers or anything, but, um, you know, when I do follow people who do have a large following it, you kind of feel like you're just faceless and like, you're not seen at all and not right. care. Just another another yeah, number. number. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and I know that feeling and I never want my followers to feel that. Um, so I try to put myself in their shoes as well of like, you know, like responding to comments to me, there's been so many times where I've responded or that where I've commented on, um, different people's Instagram posts who like maybe were influencers and they, or even not even influencers, people who 
like normal people who had between two and 6,000 followers and they don't respond or they just like, you know, heart it or whatever. And I'm like, to me, it just feels like I'm not important to you. And why am I going to continue following you if you don't want to like engage with your followers? So, um, keeping that in mind that, um, that your followers are noticing those things, even as you grow, as you get more followers, like every follower notices those things. So, um, so responding to everything I think is important. Um, Uh. and, and I think just doing that, like every time I, um, I send over, you know, my, my message, not every time, but a lot of times when I send over a message, I'll get a response like, Oh my gosh, this is so cool. Um, good to meet you too. And then they'll go into like who they are and a little bit about them and we get to go back and forth. And, um, so, um, that just Instagram really likes to see that. So, um, I know this year, um, they're really focusing on stories and, um, that kind of thing. So, um, so stories are almost more important than your grid um, right now. And I'll mm-hmm. be the first to admit recently, I have not been the best at doing stories, but, um, but I would say if you're going to concentrate on anything like your grid, you can post a couple of times a week and be good. Um, but you should post on your stories at least two to three times a day for good. Um, like for the algorithm to be working well for you. Um, and you should never let it go to where there's not that red line, like at least once every 24 hours. Um, and doing things like polls or even just the little heart thing, you know, where people can just like swipe the heart over like that gives somebody something to do on your stories, which shows Instagram that you are worth watching and listening to. So just little things like that really helps your, um, uh, your engagement. Um, and anytime that you do something like that, where you have the little, uh, slider bar with an emoji or a poll or ask questions or, uh, any of the interactive things that, uh, Instagram allows you to do, um, you can go in and see who has Mm -hmm. slid the bar, who has interacted and, go to all of their profiles because those are the people who oh, yeah, are true. engaged. Interact with them. With, yeah. Yeah. Cause so um, like if you see that they have stories and they're not private, like go in there and interact with their stories um, because they're the ones who uh, you want more of. Uh, you don't want the people that are just like, every now and then they'll double tap on a photo. They're just kind of like swiping through. I mean, you want your, them, but like, <laughs> yeah, you want they're not them, the ones you, you want to pay the most attention to. Um, yeah. They're not as valuable for Instagram. Yeah. Uh, than the people who are replying to your stories or who are sharing your photos to their stories yeah. um, or anything like that, where they're, in interacting with you, they're engaging with you. You want to engage with them um, and give them a little, you know, pat on the back uh, mm-hmm. by going to their profiles, liking their stories, liking their photos. Yes. Um, you know, even, you know, sharing something of theirs. You know, a ton of people put the little uh, like quotes in their feed of, you know, different whatever random proverbs and stuff. And, you know, if you find one that you like, you can. You can share it, 
but whenever you share it, uh, like tag them as well, because if you just share a photo to your stories, um, it, it doesn't notify the person. This is true. Um, if you're sharing from their grid. So anytime that I share, I will tag them, but then I'll just like change the color of the text to whatever the background is. So it blends in, but they still get the notification that I tagged them. And oh, little, uh, little tip on that. You actually don't have to blend it in. You can actually just pull it all the way down and it'll go below everything and it won't oh. show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so that's how I get away with a lot of like when I'm um, posting like sneak peeks after weddings when I have to tag, like I need to tag like 50 vendors, but I don't mm. want all of those tags in my stories. I yeah. will tag, but then just swipe them out of the, the screen. So that way they're still tagged. They still get notified. Nice. They just, it's just not seen. And I don't have to worry about like changing colors or anything like that. And also I will say the best way to tag is through the mention tab in, um, mm -hmm. Like with stories, when you go to the little thing and it says mention, instead of just doing the at and whatever it is, for some reason, that one doesn't always work. Um, but the mention tab yeah. always works. So yeah. um, I would I would definitely do that rather than um, just typing it out. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, uh, so kind of going back to um, messaging every new follower. Um, so you can do a bunch of different ways. I would suggest anything like any, any conversation starter is great. Even if it's just like, Hey, thanks for the follow. Like, where are you based or what do you enjoy doing or whatever? Um, but yeah, like if you, um, also if you have an iPhone, you can, uh, cause, uh, like Rachel, you have a whole text mm -hmm. of, like where you can copy and paste. And if you have an iPhone, you can go into your settings and like the keyboard settings oh, and you can create your own uh, keyboard shortcut. So then you could just uh, make like, you know, followers like with a Z or whatever. Uh, so you don't accidentally just paste it into normal conversation. Um, but all you have to do is just type out that one word and then hit the auto populate and it'll, do the whole paragraph or whatever that you've put together, yeah, even with to links and all that kind of stuff. Um, unfortunately, uh, not all Androids allow that. Um, or they only allow a certain number of characters. I think it's like 40 or something, which is not much. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so yeah, I, I have, uh, a script that's saved in my, um, my notepad and I will, copy that over if I'm not at a place where I can send a voice message. Um, and, uh, and then I, I like sending voice messages or even video messages uh, mean a lot more because if, if you're taking the time to like look at the camera, create a video and then send it to this person, then then they're like, okay, wow, they spent time doing this. This is not a generic, you know, oh, they probably just send this to everyone and they just, you know, crossed out the yeah. 
That's name true. and put in my name. Um, but that was, that was, uh, what I learned from Ben Hartley was the video thing. Um, and, uh, cause I started following him and then he sent me a video and I was like, what you have like 20,000 followers. This is crazy that you're sending me a video and you're like, Hey John, like <laughs> so great that you're following me. You know, I really want to get to know you. And I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. Um, which by the way i got a shout out on his podcast today and i was like i was fangirling for a minute yeah it's not going to come out for like two months um but adam mason was on there and uh and he was like yeah one of my mentees john mansfield and i was like what what are you talking about uh so that was (laughs) that's awesome cool yeah um i take a screenshot how did you know that wait did they do look at um yeah, they, uh, he's been, so since, uh, since quarantine, he's been doing, uh, live videos like we do our podcast gotcha. in our Facebook group. So he has a Facebook group and he'll do the live podcast in there. Gotcha. Uh, but anyway, back to Instagram. Um, so, um, ask, uh, another great way to get people to interact with your posts. Um, cause I don't know, I am not great about coming up with captions uh that is like the bane of instagram existence it's it's just like i don't know this was a wedding and like they're pretty and and it was fun like look at them double double click on this and sometimes that's all the caption that i do is just like hey just double click on this like isn't this so great um but um but asking questions like i had um Mm -hmm. a post couple weeks ago i don't even remember what i asked it was something yeah maybe it was a movie one um like i'll do like movies or like hey what's what's your favorite ice cream or you know i'm lactose intolerant but i like to treat myself to ice cream every now and then what like what ice cream flavor should i get this time and uh and it's completely unrelated to the photo, but it's asking a question. It's creating engagement. It's bringing in uh, more more eyes onto the post than normal. Um, and if you're going to ask a question, if you have a call to action in your post, in your caption, it is best to put that all the way at the top um, and yes. then go into... Like, don't go into this whole thing about first looks and how amazing this first look was with, you know, this bride and her dad. And then you've got like three paragraphs in there. And then you're like, don't you just love first looks? Or, you know, are you team first look or, you know, team traditional? Uh, Because very few people are scrolling all the way down. You want that call to action right at the beginning. So as they're scrolling through, that's in the part that they can see before they hit the see more uh, mm-hmm. little thing to drop down everything else. Yeah, um, even so, John was just saying earlier that he doesn't always read the whole caption. So. No, no. <laughs> yeah. So no, I, like especially top. those uh, those Friday introduction ones because uh, they yeah. get oh, I know. super they get long. long. Yep. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like a paragraph but for each of the what? five things you're telling me. <laughs> Here's the here's the thing though is it's a great test of your followers to do those oh yeah long because mm-hmm. then you get to see who your core followers are and who like actually reads your captions and those people will comment and all those by the way let's just talk about Friday introductions and or just posting yourself on your grid yes I'm a big fan of that um, 
because I think that, um, well, I personally, the way I run my business is it is a relational type of business for one thing. Um, but, and so I feel like the people who are going to be, um, hiring me are going to want to know who it is behind the camera. Um, and it kind of gives them a sense of like security knowing that like, Oh, it's a real person. It's just, it's not just some like random company. Um, so I recommend posting a picture of yourself at least once a week. I'm not always perfect at that, but, um, that is the recommendation. (laughs) And, Mm -hmm. um, and, in that talking about yourself, giving a little bit of um, background information about who you are and, you know, could, it could just be who you are and just like your hobbies or, um, sports you played growing up or, you know, whatever, just like personal things. Um, or it could be one week, it could be about like why you do what you do and, you know, like five reasons why I became a photographer. Um, on my birthday, I always do like a, um, whatever birthday it is, like that many, um, random facts about myself. (laughs) And those actually always get a ton of engagement, even though they're super long lately. It's fine. But I don't think I did that this year, actually. I don't think so. Yeah, quarantine birthdays. Oh, I may have to backtrack on that. Um, Yeah, so... um, so that's something, but your, um, your posts about yourself, I guarantee you will get you more engagement than any other post. Um, oh, yeah. it just, people want to know you and, um, they get excited when they learn a little bit about you and they get to see the face mm-hmm. behind the business. Oh, um, yeah. Anytime so, that I see yeah. people posting photos of themselves, I'm just like, oh, look, there's Frankie. All right, cool. I'll double tap this. And like, what's going on? What is she talking about? Because, um, you know, especially for wedding photographers, mm-hmm. we tend to follow a lot of other wedding photographers mm-hmm. and a lot of wedding vendors. And mm-hmm. we have just like constant brides and grooms and all the things just like flooding our feed and unless someone has a super unique style, it's not just like, Oh, like that does, that's definitely, you know, yeah. photo, whatever. Um, but whenever you see their face, you're like, Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Like what's, it kind of stops you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and giving people something to connect with you about, um, mm-hmm. you know, like random facts about yourself. They, uh, people will always try to connect to you through those things and be like, Oh yeah, like I do that too. Or like, I always say like, I have flat feet or I hate wearing socks. And that like, I'll always have people comment being like, I hate socks too. And I'm like, yes, but no socks people win. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Different things like that. Um, and, um, Oh gosh, well, I just lost my train of thought. What else is I going to say about that? Ah, it'll come back to me. But yeah. yeah, You should definitely be posting photos of yourself. Mm -hmm. If you do not have a lot of photos of yourself, I'm sure that you know a photographer. Um, (laughs) And you probably are one. And you can set up a tripod. Uh, We all have some. Even if it's like a cell phone. I posted one. I mean, it was a while ago. Um, But it was was from um, mine and uh, my wife's first date. And it was just a cell phone selfie and it's like your anniversary was, post or something. I think, I think it was my, yeah, I think it was our anniversary post or something. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah, this was like, you know, 
eight, nine years ago, whatever it was. And, uh, I, I know how long I've been married. I just, <laughs> I, was like, I think it was eight Hell years. Yeah. You know, our first, first date. Yeah. Um, but, but like, uh, it doesn't have to be a super fancy, good yeah. quality photo of yourself. It can be an iPhone photo, mm-hmm. which some of those are super great, especially if you're in good light. Um, and it's called throwing once, the grid every once in a while you can throw your grid. Mm-hmm. And Instagram is not focused so much on the grid anymore. So you don't have yeah. to have like this pristine thing. And they actually did a survey of a bunch of, uh, recent like 2020 couples. And they were saying that it doesn't really matter to them, uh, following if your, your photos are like, you know, color coordinated to where they go from blues to pinks to like going through all the different seasons. And these are only spring photos and now we're only winter photos or I guess the other way around. Um, but (laughs) you're, you're scrolling back. That's what I was saying. Uh, (laughs) going back to winter, but like your, your grid does not have to be super pristine anymore. Um, but posting photos about yourself, they will get the most interaction, the most engagement. Anytime that I do like my top nine of the year, Mm -hmm. like five or six of them are just me or, you know, uh, my kids or something. Yeah. I remembered what I was going to say too, is that, um, whenever I, um, like get new followers or I, um, like I follow certain hashtags and if I see like a picture I like, I go to their um, profile and I scroll down and I, you know, I like and comment on a few things and um, may follow them if I like them. Um, And I always look for the posts that have them in it. And I will tell you right now, if they don't have a picture of themselves on their grid, I usually don't follow them because sometimes I feel like it's maybe not a real grid or it's just like, not like, I don't want to just have pretty pictures in my, um, on my feed. Like I want to engage with people and I want to have social experiences with people. And if you're not willing to put yourself out there and actually talk about real things, then Mm -hmm. what's kind of the point to me, to me. Yeah. Um, and I would probably say that that's even more so for people who are not vendors. Yeah. And especially when people are looking for photographers, because we are, uh, we're not just any other vendor. Um, you know, some, sometimes, uh, people are looking for those relationships. Their wedding day. Right. Yeah. I was just talking to a, uh, a coordinator yesterday and she was saying how, you know, she, uh, she will uh, like tell people like, Oh yeah, this caterer is great. Or this DJ is really good. And then they're just like, okay, yeah, if they're good, go ahead and book them for me. Um, And they don't even want to talk to them. But anytime she's like, okay, this, this photographer is really great. They're like, okay, well give me their info. Let me look at their photos. Uh, Let me like call them or get to know their personality because we are everybody else's yeah we're we're around them for you know 10 12 hours a day or however long you know we're we're around them the most the entire time yeah um and they want to make sure that at least most people want to make sure that you're going to be a good fit some Mm -hmm. people they don't care they're just like yeah just you know take my photos um and that's cool uh you know i'm not my plans but that's okay yeah, they're not my ideal clients. I have a few of those because uh, they still pay me. And I'm like, hey, cool. These checks, they also cash. Um, 
and, and I'm okay with that because I'm still like I'm going to be uh, moving forward in that relationship. Uh, and I've had a few of those couples that like they didn't even want to do an engagement session. They didn't want to do anything. And then we become best friends after the wedding because we were just like stuck together for 10 hours. What's up guys? Taking a little bit of a break here to talk to you about one of our sponsors, a lifetime sponsor of the podcast. And that is us light and dark co. Uh, in addition to bringing you the podcast every single week, we also host photography workshops. We have one coming for you in September. It is going to be amazing. It is going to be super fun, very educational, and is going to be online. So you don't have to fly to Texas to come to our workshop. You can do it from the comfort of your couch or your bed or your desk or wherever your computer is set up. We're going to be covering everything that we normally do in a two to three day in-person workshop, but it's going to be spread out over two weeks. We're doing six different individual workshops on topics like how to build strong client relationships, posing and editing tricks, and we dive deep into the business side of running a successful full-time photography business. So head on over to lightdarkco.com slash workshop for all the info on everything and to grab your seat. And while you're grabbing your seat, mention the promo code podcast and say, 20% on your virtual seat. And that's lightdarkco.com slash workshop promo code podcast and save 20% for our online photography business workshop. Now back to the episode. But yeah, like, uh, like you were saying, going through hashtags, uh, going through like different rabbit trails, I will comment on just about any wedding, uh, like venues for sure, because a lot of venues, uh, people, uh, couples are, are booking their venues before they're booking their photographers. Uh, yep a lot of times because uh, they got to nail down that date uh, so that they can book us. Um, so I will go to venues that I love or that I want to shoot at. And I've never shot at this venue, but I really want to shoot at this venue. So I'm going through and every time they're posting anything, I'm going on there and I'm liking that photo and I am commenting and I'm commenting yeah. something relevant um, so that they're the, the couples that are following that venue um, cause I've, I've talked to brides before where they knew where they were going to get married before they were engaged. Oh yeah. And they were just like, Oh no, I am going to get married at old Dobbin station because I mm -hmm. love old Dobbin station. And it's like, okay, that's awesome. Um, but those, those couples, uh, you know, they're already following the venues or couples who have recently booked and they're looking for a photographer they're probably following the venues on Instagram. So whenever they see you come in there and you're not just saying this is stunning, but you're saying something meaningful about the post or about the caption, um, you know, they'll, they'll click on your profile and they'll scroll through your photos and they'll at least give you a look. Um, and that's a one way to get in front of other people that you may not, uh, get in front of otherwise, especially with venues who you are not uh, really associated with. 
Um, I do that with a couple of venues in Austin that they refuse to put me on their preferred vendor list, even though like I'm just a couple hours down the road, guys. I'm not, it's cool. I've shot there like five times. You should just put me on your list. But, um, but I, I will like and comment on every single photo. Um, and I'll say something like, especially if I've been there before about certain, um, locations at the venue to show, my authority of like, I know this place like, Oh yeah, that beer garden is amazing. Like, you know, that's, that's my favorite corner of this place or whatever. Um, just to show that I, I know what I'm talking about. So that's, that's one thing to do, um, is go through different vendors. Um, I mean, any of your favorite vendors, um, you can, so this is something that I, I found out recently. Um, I don't know why I didn't think of this earlier, but um, you can save photos to a collection in your like saved photos on, oh, yeah. <laughs> on Instagram. So I have a collection of my favorite vendors and uh, I just save mm-hmm, one photo weird. from each vendor and I put it into this collection excuse me, this, uh, ginger beer. Uh, but, uh, but then after, or every, every once in a while, I will just go into that saved photo collection and I will just click on each photo, bring up their profile, like their most recent one, if I haven't already comment on things. Uh, and that's one way to like keep everything together. Uh, and then I also do the same thing with potential, clients where uh, if I see people who uh, recently got engaged or who are in a dating relationship, but they're not engaged yet, I will add them into a collection of potential couples. And then every now and then, um, you know, cause their couples are not, uh, they're, they're usually not posting as much as we do. Um, maybe in their stories, but not on their grid. So yeah. then I'll go into that collection and I will go to their most recent photos and I will comment something meaningful and uh, try to build those relationships with them as well. Um, and it's been working where, uh, I mean, it's like none of this is going to be like an overnight thing where if you have it's 800 the same with followers SEO, right you know? now, it just yeah, like, it takes time. Yeah. And it's going to build on top of itself and compound. And like two years ago, I had 800 followers on Instagram. I started doing all this. Um, A year ago, I had a thousand and now I'm a little over 1600, I think somewhere around there. So it's like, it's, it compounds and like, it'll grow faster and faster. Uh, That's kind of what I was saying earlier about like those, uh, those, um, platforms like after you hit a thousand it seems like you kind of grow a few followers every day every other day you're getting someone new in there uh, because instagram is seeing oh like there's over a thousand people who are interested in what this person's doing and then after you hit ten thousand of course there's more and then you know there's millions and stuff but you know that's that's (laughs) one day one day we'll get that in um so a couple things real quick, um, cause we're, we're in the nine o'clock hour, but, um, mm-hmm. a couple things I wanted to make sure we talked about was, um, if you are shooting weddings that, um, you, it, it would behoove you <laughs> to, 
to um, tag all of the vendors in the content as well as the image that you post. Um, that so tagging them in the content is great because that gives an opportunity for people to see who it is who's actually like in the picture and easily clickable. Um, but that doesn't always show up in people's feeds. Like it gets buried sometimes, and so they may not see that. Um, and but then like tagging them in the, um, the image itself, um, makes sure that they see it because then it gets put in their tagged images. So if you were looking at your grid, you have one set that is your grid. And then the other set is images that you've been tagged in. Um, so it makes sure they see it. That also puts you, that's another marketing tool. It puts you on their grid because I will tell you right now, brides have literally told me that when they were looking for me, they went to my tagged pictures to see who all I had worked with and went from there to see what vendors I like working with and that kind of thing. So brides are looking at that. So it's important. And then that also makes it really easy for them to share to their stories. Um, nine times out of 10, if you tag them in that image, they're going to share it to their stories. Why not? That gives them a, something extra that they can share to their stories. Um, and that also like, you know, pat my back, I'll pat your back kind of thing. Like your vendors will love you if you put pictures out and you tag them up. Um, that's, that's just one way to really help boost your social media. Um, another thing is to uh, make sure to tag your clients whenever, like for weddings, um, like the day, the day of the wedding, I always post like an engagement picture of them, tag them up. I use their hashtag. So in my wedding day questionnaire, yeah. I ask them if they have any um, hashtags for their wedding day. So I use their hashtag because their friends are also using that hashtag and they're going to that hashtag to check out all the pictures there. And if they see it, I'll just tell you from this last wedding that I just shot this last um, Saturday, I've already gotten 10 new followers just because I immediately, like when I got home that night, a lot of times I'll wait till the next morning, but I was excited. It was my second only wedding since COVID. And I was like, I'm going to post. I got home and I was like, I know it's late guys, but I'm so excited about this and posted. Yeah. I was very you surprised said. to see that. Like, like so going know. to bed, I was like, Oh, this is okay. Already up. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. John knows like when I get home, I'm like done. I don't do anything, oh. <laughs> but, but I, I happened to get some new iPads and I was like, I'm just going to be on my iPad and tag away. <laughs> and like my iPads, I use them um, to do sneak peeks um, at the reception. So the pictures were already on the iPad um, and they were already edited. So, um, so I just posted one, uh, used their hashtag, tagged up all the vendors in both the content and on the image and, um, and then tagged my clients. And you best believe my clients shared that to their stories. They, um, they then, and then I sent them their sneak peeks the first thing the next day. And, um, majority of the, um, vendors have already shared, um, pictures from that. And, um, and their, her friends have already been, um, checking them out, commenting on it. And I go under her pictures, even when they're like, Oh my gosh, this picture is so beautiful. I'll comment in, under it and be like, it was so fun. Wasn't it? You know, like engaging with those people because people who are going to weddings who are young, who are commenting on that, they are probably at the marriageable age. <laughs> so they're going to see you and then they're going to follow you. And then, you know, I, I literally, while we're sitting here, I got a, an inquiry from someone who was at a wedding that I shot earlier this year. So you know, those, that's, that's how that works. It's, we're playing a long game here. It's not, um, it's not necessarily something that you're going to get bookings from like next week, but 
in the next year, maybe even two years, they might remember you. I've had people for, that have gone to weddings like two years ago who will send me an inquiry and be like, I just, I wanted to check you out because I really had so much fun when you got up on the dance floor and like, you know, danced with us along with us. Like that was so fun. And they remembered that. So, um, you know, keeping yourself at the forefront of their memory through social media is important as well. So, um, yeah, just wanted to point that out. Those are some yeah. other good things to do. Yeah. And kind of quickly, a few more, um, like same day sneak peeks, uh, if you're doing that, um, which you should definitely, you should uh, definitely try to do that. Even if it's just it. like 15, 20 photos, something on the wedding day is great. I know it's, uh, difficult whenever, if you're shooting by yourself. Um, but we will, yeah, if you want to learn more about that, we've got, we're going to have a workshop coming up. We'll talk about that in a second, but mm-hmm. Yep. learn all about that <laughs> yeah but like that's that's a really great way to get more followers and to have people who are already interested in you because you took their friends or their yeah. you know their cousins wedding photos and they remember you on the dance floor with them um uh but yeah same, same day sneak peeks um and then also like welcome gifts or like, Hey, you're getting married in two months. Here's a little mm. like date night, something, or here's a wedding prep, whatever, or here's a, yes. Cause they uh, will post it in stories. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> They'll take a picture and, of it posted stories and be like, Oh my gosh, look what my wedding photographer sent me. Yeah. Just about every time that I send a, a welcome gift out to a couple and then they post on their stories, mm-hmm. I get a follower or two, um, yep. which, which is cool. Cause I, I want those, those followers. And those are people who are, um, more engaged because they know true followers. That yeah. And that's, that's really what you want. You don't necessarily want like a ton of just like randos who ran across your grid mm-hmm. and thought your pictures were pretty. I mean, those are nice. Those are fun. Those are great. But the the people who you really want to follow you are the people who could potentially actually end up being clients and, yeah. and also would be social with you. Yeah. And you don't want like empty bots following you. Yeah. Um, so it is good if you, if you see that someone follows you and you click on their profile and it's just a bunch of pictures of like, cars and dollar signs and yeah. like mm-hmm. you know extra hey, 10,000 followers for five dollars or something like that just block them because just you know yeah you get you get dinged from the algorithm if you have those people following you um, mm-hmm. and if you get any of those spam comments uh just just block delete them. those because uh, it doesn't look good to Instagram if you have those on your page, even though it's more comments, um, you know, it's not great, but, um, but yeah, there was, Oh, there was a third, third something that I was going to say. So same day sneak peeks, those help bring in, uh, new followers, uh, welcome gifts that they can share on Instagram. Um, Oh, also like if you're, if you're doing an engagement session or if you're doing any sort of photo session, like at, at the end, I always forget, uh, or not always, but most of the time I forget, but like, just grab a selfie with Mm -hmm. them and just like, Hey, we're out here. I mean, not if you're doing a bridal session, I guess. Um, but I mean, you can just paint over her, uh, but like sharing that and then tagging them, 
because then if they share it, it can go back to you. The same with vendors. If you have favorite vendors that you're working with, you're like, Ooh, you know, this, this caterer is at this wedding. This is going to be amazing. And you like take a selfie with your meal or whatever, or find them and get a, get a photo with them. Um, it, it does add a lot, uh, for that, for that relationship. Do y'all have any questions or want us to dive deeper into anything else? I do have one question that's, um, so when I post to Instagram, I usually use my phone to do it. Um, but I know that there's a way to post from a computer and Mm -hmm. I have my MacBook, which is on its last legs. And then I have my new windows desktop that I just got. Um, but I don't know how to do that on either one of those. Okay. Yes. This is something we didn't cover that I meant to cover. (laughs) Um, so for posting, um, I, I use a planning app and I use Planoly. So, um, Planoly has an app for your phone, but it also, you can access it on your computer, which I really like. Um, it, the free version has a lot of good stuff, but I pay like eight bucks a month for it so that I can have it, um, Uh, push the post to um, not only Instagram, but Facebook as well. And I can add, um, I can add um, hashtags. Like it has hashtag groups that you can create. So I can add hashtags straight from that. I can, um, in fact, what I normally do is I create my content and then I, um, it has the option to do your first, it, it, go it, it generates your first comment with a hashtag group um so i just do that and the first comment i make it a hashtag group um you can do your location you can tag all of your vendors all of that stuff can be done in planally and then um you schedule it out so you can schedule it for the times of day when are best which um john and i think both use the same app called um when to post it's a free app um mm-hmm. i think you can pay to get extra on there but um but the free version works great um and it connects to, to your instagram and shows you when the best time of day depending on what day of the week it is is for you to post. Um, lately it's been weird times because everybody's at home. Like it's been like, some of them are like 3 a.m. in the morning. I'm like, are people really up at 3 (laughs) a.m.? Like my followers are up at 3 a.m. What the heck? Go to sleep. (laughs) But, um, but that's a really great one. And I notice a, a lot more engagement when I use those times. Uh-huh. rather than I just like willy nilly post. Um, now, don't get me wrong. There are sometimes where I just post and I don't care about looking at that. But yeah. when I'm scheduling out, I try to schedule out based on that, um, those time frames to help me and to help, um, to help my post be seen the most. Uh-huh. Um, if, if they're, cause like the window post app takes your followers yeah. and it'll see what times they're, they're most on. Active. And when they're most active, so you might have, you know, 600 followers, but 300 of them are active at 3 a.m. on a Sunday for some reason. And then uh, 2 p.m. on Tuesday. And you can schedule your posts throughout the week based on your followers. That way your followers are seeing your posts and they're going to interact with it, which will help Instagram say, oh, this is a popular post because they just posted this 
a minute ago and they already have, you know, 20 likes and then they're sharing it to more of your followers and they're sharing it to other people who are similar and have similar interests to your followers who have already liked it and all the things that Instagram knows about us, which is kind of scary, but, um, but also beneficial for, uh, for us posting out there. So I just, I just pulled, um, pulled it up for today's times. It showed me that my best times to post, and it's very specific, like to the minute is 1.55 PM, uh, 10.24 PM and 10.31 PM. And it even tells me the worst times to post, which would be 11.55 PM, 7.06 PM and 10.18 PM. So there's like a 10.24 is great, but 10.18 is bad. And 10.31 is good, you know, <laughs> and 11.55 is bad. <laughs> so, um, so that's really helpful, but, um, I definitely, there's several different planning apps. I just, and I've tried I've tried plan and, um, and then Planoly and Unum and, um, Unum is only an app on your phone. They don't, as far as I know, I haven't used it in a very long time. So they may have created a, a, a space for you to go online and do it now. But uh-huh. the last time I used it, it was only an app for your phone. Um, Planoly to me is the most comprehensive, easiest to use. And, um, and the fact that it has an app for your phone and on your computer to me is just a huge plus. So, um, that's the one that I use. Um, so, and it also has, so for me, I use it for both my, um, my, business account and one of my other businesses. Cause I have like six Instagram accounts that I run. And, um, so you can, you can add on multiple and it's, it costs money to do that, but it's really a nominal fee. I think I pay like $9 a month now for that. Um, so to me, that's worth it to be able to like not have to sign out and then sign back in. I can just like click and move from um, page to page. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely recommend, um, using a planning app and, plan out your grid posts. Um, and that way that you can plan out, you know, even like a month in advance and just let it go. And then all you have to worry about is getting on, you know, you can do that like once a month and then all you have to do is worry about getting on and interacting with people on a daily basis for like those few minutes. And you're not worried about like trying to come up with captions and you just turn it into like a working day. Like once a month, this is my social media day where I'm going to sit down for a couple of hours because it takes that long to put together all those posts. Cause you got to think about all the different things. Um, and just knock them out and then you're done for a couple of weeks and do that every couple of weeks and you'll not have to worry about it. Um, mm. And whenever Planoly posts to Instagram, it sends you a notification yeah. and says, Hey, your scheduled post is now live on Instagram. So whenever you get that notification, you can just jump on Instagram and start interacting with the people who are interacting on your post. Um, also, mm-hmm. Amanda said that she and Ayla use uh, the Later app. Oh, yeah, uh, the Later app. Which I've heard good things about Later. Um, and also Buffer is another uh, yeah, good software. Yeah, there's so many out there. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you can try, like most of them have a, a free version yeah. um, mm-hmm. where like you can upgrade like to a a, like version. even planoly yeah. has a, a free version yes uh to where it just doesn't have a bunch of the bells and whistles but then you can upgrade so if you like the interface if it seems to do the things that you want to you can upgrade yeah. uh yeah so like the free app. version with planoly like it doesn't push it automatically but it does send you a notification you can schedule it all out and it does send you a notification saying hey your scheduled post is ready now and so then it prompts you 
and you click on it, it takes you to your account on your phone where you, you could have like created it all from your computer, which is much easier to like type on your computer. And especially when you have a bunch of vendors to like tag and stuff, so much easier to do that. So then it gives you the notification like, Hey, it's ready to post. Now you click on that. It takes you to the app and then you can post it from there. So um, there's definitely ways to like, as you're learning the app or trying to figure out which app works best for you to do it without having to spend any money. So definitely recommend that. Yeah. Any other questions? Anything awesome. at all? A even if it's not Instagram related. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, like I said, at the top of this, um, all this engagement stuff, if you do this on Facebook, it will work as well. Um, yeah. If you are going in there, like, uh, and I, I really like about Instagram, nope, about Facebook. I really like <laughs> about Facebook is um, you can click on, like it shows the number of people who like or react to your photos mm -hmm. and you can click on that and then you can invite them to like your page. And then it sends them a notification says, hey, you recently liked, uh, you know, all our photos, uh, post, they've invited you to like their page. And, um, and some, like I, I get like a ton that of that's family not always, Yeah. I feel like that's not always accurate though, because I feel like a lot of times, like it'll, it'll recommend me send that to someone who I know for a fact follows my page. It's weird sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And there's the difference between following and liking a page. Um, because some people, on, I think it invites you to like the page. Well, I meant on Facebook, I mean liking because I don't, I don't think with your business page, there's not like mm -hmm. a follow versus like, it's usually just like when you're a personal, I don't know. Uh, business page, you can yeah. like and also follow and you can yeah. like and unfollow. Yes. And I think you can follow mm. without liking. It's weird. Yeah, I have more followers on my Facebook uh, business page than I do have likes for my Facebook business page. Mm -hmm. I don't really know the difference. I, I, yeah. I would assume that um, anyone who's following will see my posts in their feed. Um, but maybe if you just like, but you don't follow, then you don't maybe that's why people have such a hard time with like something. tagging clients because maybe like the clients uh, think they they like them but they only follow them and maybe you can't tag clients if they haven't liked i don't know we're yeah. all kinds of crazy see, oh, no. see facebook i just i just can't handle it. i will say i do uh, like for facebook i feel like it's more it's better to post multiple pictures in a post whereas instagram on your grid it's better to post like one you can do multiples every once in a while but yeah. it it's better to and, post just yeah, that first picture has to be real good for me to watch the re look at the rest of them on instagram Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. And like, but on Facebook, it's much easier to post like, you know, 10 pictures. Like, so sometimes I'll, if it's a wedding, like I really like, I'll be like all the sneak peeks on Facebook just because uh -huh. I just want to, you know? Also Facebook uh, is really great for uh, sharing blog posts, any articles that you've written. Uh, it's much better for sharing links uh, than Instagram is. Um, also a tip for your oh, yeah. LinkedIn bio. Um, if, if you have like, if you build your own site or if you have mm -hmm. Squarespace or show it or whatever, you can create a page on your website um, that looks like, because uh, a lot of people use Linktree, Linktree or something. Yeah. 
and it just has like the different boxes and stuff. Um, and both Rachel and I and uh, the Light Dark Co. Uh, Instagrams, those are all pages on our websites. So our website like gets the clicks. Link tree. Yeah. So you get the the uh, the clicks and the uh, the traffic on your own website and it had like, you can, you can put, have the header up on the top and, um, and then that way people can see, Oh, look, uh, they have this over here. I will click on this thing too. Um, so that's just a little tip. Uh, if, if you are wanting to do some sort of link and bio thing, that is a great way to do it. And you can switch out. Um, cause I have like, uh, this is one, what mine looks one like. bar. That's terrible. That lighting is awful. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's we bad. can, um, we'll share, we'll share some, uh, screenshots of these in the uh, yeah. Facebook group. Um, but so, okay. Do what? What was it called that you used for the website? So Linktree is what, yeah, Linktree, if you don't, if you're not able to create your own, um, but we recommend creating your own lookalike. So you can look at Linktree and kind of see what that looks like and you can create your own buttons. Um, okay, real quick, because we've got some questions in the chat box. AV asks, um, favorite topics to post about and plan each month um, that she always struggles with this totally understand um it changes month to month um sometimes i'll do tips like and like i it's a pretty good mixture for me of like tips of like um flowers like if sometimes i'll post about like the bridal bouquet and how i think it's like the most important floral um of the day and that if you're going to budget if if you need to lower your budget for flowers or or you have a lower budget for flowers that the the thing that I recommend the most is to spend the money on your bouquet. You know, that's like one thing that I would do. Um, or I talk about like the first look and why I love first looks or, um, the engagement session and a few tips on how to get ready for your engagement session. Um, but then I also post, um, you know, like I said, pictures of me and talk about like, you know, five fun facts about myself or, um, I don't know why I love photography, different things like that. Um, but then I sprinkle in just like your generic, like here's the engagement session that we just did and a little bit about those people and like why I'm excited about shooting their wedding and different things like that. So it kind of depends on what I have going on for the month and how many shoots I have for the month because I like to post sneak peeks for my shoots and then fill in the rest kind of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. my goal typically is to post at least five times a week. Um, I, when I'm doing real good, seven times, <laughs> right now it's been less because I've been a little lazy on, on my uh, social media the last couple of weeks, but you know, everybody, uh, it's okay. Give yourself some grace if that happens. So yeah, John, yeah, what about you? Just, just, just stay in your stories and interact. Yes, stories I, I, is, yeah. I, I, I definitely post in stories multiple times a day, um, which sometimes it's just, me just like I don't even know what to say but I'm just gonna talk about uh, I literally just yeah post stuff my kids do sometimes yeah like yeah like my daughter my my girls have been ordering random crazy wigs and she came downstairs with like a share long wig (laughs) yesterday and I was like (laughs) you're going on the stories (laughs) yep but yeah like as far as it did, I bet. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, I used to put pillowcases on my head. They order wigs from Amazon. 
<laughs> oh yeah, I totally would have ordered wigs if we had Amazon when we were kids. Right? Yeah. Um, I don't know with what money, but I would have figured it out. They do extra uh, chores for to earn money for wigs. Like every time they get extra money, they're like, "Can we buy a wig?" I'm like, "That's what you want to spend your money on?" Yes, it's oh, so yeah. fun. I'd, my chores were fifty cents, so it would have taken a while. To, <laughs> like, all right, clean the entire bathroom, scrub it down. You get fifty cents. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I try to post, uh, four to five times a week. Um, usually one of those is a tip of some sort, um, either a wedding tip or an engagement, uh, wardrobe tip or something. Um, especially if I have a blog, uh, about mm-hmm. said whatever, um, then I'll be like, Hey, you know, uh, sometimes, you know, it's, it's great to do extra accessories, you know, a scarf or bring a hat or something fun to your engagement shoot. Also, I have this, if you go to my link in bio, you can go to my blog and this is, uh, you know, I have a blog about this and like, I wrote it like a year and a half ago, but I have a link in that link tree looking site on my website and And I can just go in there and I will. Yeah. And, and I think we, we kind of covered that because we were talking about, uh, uh, if, if she's talking about link tree and that kind of stuff, a little bit, but she, I think she's asking like a little bit more in depth because you, you kind of ran through. So maybe she didn't hear it, but she asked that after you said it, but so, so tips to, to, um, something that, uh, you know, uh, uh, that has to do with weddings or engagements or whatever kind of photography that you're interested in and you want to do. And then I'll do uh, like a a photo of myself or my kids or something. I did a challenge the first uh, like two months of uh, quarantine where I was taking photos every day, learning uh, OCF, like off camera flash and all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. So I have a ton of pictures of my kids uh, because they were my subjects. So I'll post something about them with one of those photos. Um, And then I'll post um, a photo of uh, a, a couple at the wedding engagement, whatever, um, and talk a little bit about them, kind of like what Rachel was saying earlier. And I find that that kind of endears people to the brand where they're like, oh, like he knows this about them or like some sort of detail. Like uh, I posted, I don't know how long ago now, but um, like it was a picture of a butterfly like brooch that was on the bride's bouquet. And it was her grandmother's brooch and she had like given it to her like the week before she died. And it was, it was super meaningful for the family, especially for the bride. And, and she was like, you know, anytime that she saw a bumblebee flying around, she was like, Oh, there's my grandma. And there was a bumblebee that flew and like landed on her bouquet while we were taking photos. And like, she almost started crying cause she was like, Oh, grandma's here on my wedding Aww. day. And like, I shared that story in that post. So that's another thing, uh, for, like we could talk in an hour about, um, you know, listening to details, remembering yes. details about, uh, about your couples and about their stories and just like sharing little, little things, um, that are meaningful to them. And it shows potential, uh, new couples that you pay 
you pay yeah. attention and you remember the details and like that wedding was three years ago but i remember that story of the but the not the butterfly <laughs> maybe i don't remember the story so well uh, <laughs> but i remember that of the bumblebee and like that's something that stuck with me and something that i i made sure would stick with me and like yeah. i wrote it down and i actually you know like included that in the blog post that i did of their wedding um so that's another thing and then um just random whatever is usually my, my, I, I have some random something, uh, that's usually like one of my most recent photos or maybe something from like, you know, five or six years ago that I'm like, Oh, you know, I want to share something, uh, of about, you know, in Austin, but I haven't shot a wedding in Austin in a while. And I'll share a photo from a few years ago. And then I'll just have a caption that's completely unrelated about, you know, movies, or about how I'm going to start a little like live series talking about horror movies or something. And like, what's your favorite horror movie and do that kind of stuff, uh, which, um, you know, whatever, you know, just kind of random things uh like i think one of the most uh one of the most engaged photos i ever posted was asking what your favorite candy bar was and people were going on and on about the candy bars that they love or they used to love or man i remember whenever i ate candy bars and they were so good and i love a good payday because the nougat and the whatever and things and, <laughs> and all that so okay um yeah i'll let rachel you go ahead and get into uh, okay. This question yes. from Amanda. Yes. So Amanda asks. Um, she was. She just said she was looking into that today, talking about the link tree on your actual site, building it onto your site. Um, what platforms do we recommend? Um, so I, I'm assuming Amanda, this is what you're talking about. Um, so. Um, I currently use show it, but I am, um, having a new site built, um, on WordPress, but, um, so WordPress show it, um, even Squarespace, any of those are really easy to create a lookalike link tree. Um, mm -hmm. these are much more reliable than link tree. Link tree tends to, um, Instagram tends to think it's spam sometimes for some reason. Um, or maybe they get hacked. I'm not really sure, but there, I had so many issues with link tree, just and like link tree crashed. Link a few months yes. ago where everyone yeah. who had a link tree site, yes. it just crashed. And crashed. anytime that they were like, Hey, link in bio, it was just going to like a, you know, four or four error yes. um, and link tree, like the server had crashed or something for a couple of days. Yeah. So um, to me, it's just safer to have it on your own site. So if you have your own site, um, if, I'm sure you can do it on like pretty much any, um, any site, as long as you know how to build things out um, or you mm -hmm. have the ability to build things out a little bit. Um, yeah. And so, there are templates that you could buy as well. Cause I know oh, like Squarespace. Oh yeah. There's, there's templates. Um, I think, uh, uh, Davey and Krista have a link tree type. Oh, okay. Um, cause I was looking through their templates and, um, I think it was, yeah. The, I mean, I found out about that. Like uh, this idea even came to light for me like two years ago, I think in maybe Kaylin James's forum. Um, one of those where somebody said, Hey, in case you hadn't thought about this before, this is what I do. 
No, it was the Show It group it, because I like when Show It first mm. started. I I joined yeah. Show It almost immediately when they first became a thing, and um, in the sh- they sh- they have a Facebook page, and in the Show It Facebook page, somebody had posted and said, "Hey, I don't I don't know if you use Linktree or not, but if you do, I decided to build my own out because um, you can build pages on." Um, on show it where it's just for mobile, um, which I actually have mine for both. I, I've made it to where um, if somebody clicks on it from their computer, then they can still get to those links um, because I've mm-hmm. clicked on it on people's um, link trees from Instagram on my computer before and it goes to nothing. And I feel like that's a waste of like a wasted opportunity basically. So I have it for both, but anyways, all that to say, um, that's really cool that Krista and Davey have, uh, have a, template. So go look that up, but they sell show it templates or WordPress templates. So know that you would have to either have a show it, um, or a WordPress would be my guess. Um, so, but also if you're on Squarespace, just Squarespace templates or something like that. But yeah, like our, uh, light dark co Instagram, Mm -hmm. that's a Squarespace site and that's a Squarespace, uh, page that we made that, yeah, so just, just go has, to the Light Dark Co. Uh, profile and you can click huh? on the link and then you can see what it looks like. We hope you grabbed a few new strategies and tips to better your social media game. We're excited to hear your stories about how your business is growing and how you're showing up on social media. Uh, so share that with us, uh, either in our Facebook group, uh, Light and Dark Photography Podcast group, or drop us a review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean so much. It would be amazing. Um, if you are interested in attending the workshops in September, head over over to lightdarkco.com slash workshop for more info. We can't wait to see you there and see your business grow. See y'all in the Facebook group. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Light and Dark podcast. You can join us next week live on Facebook in our Light and Dark photography podcast group by heading to lightdarkco.com slash join FB or by searching Facebook for Light and Dark Photography Podcast. I'm Rachel Driscoll and you can find me on Instagram at Rachel Driscoll. And I am John Mansfield and you can find me on Instagram at allheartphoto. The Light and Dark Podcast is recorded in front of a live Facebook audience. You can find the show notes with all the things at lightdarkco.com slash podcast. This podcast was edited by me, John Mansfield, and our theme is by the talented John Isaac. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.